Hello, welcome back to the Bring Me It podcast. Bonjour. Hello. That's probably the most clearly I've pronounced the entire intro for a while, actually, oh, come yeah, to yeah, think of it. You usually stumble. Mm. Yeah, well, it's usually, I usually do it for charm. Mm. Oh, that's um, very charming. Yeah, well. Um, so we do, uh, to postpone the... Um, to postpone a certain episode with a certain guest uh, mm. for another week, we decided we were just going to crack down on some of the most our personal opinions on some of the most yeah. overrated works out there, um, film and TV alike. Yeah. Um, just you know, yeah. just stir some people up. To be honest, yeah. Inclu- yeah. each other included, but also the audience. And one of us, yeah. I'm not naming names, may have misread the message and yeah. done something completely different. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm okay. Yeah, someone might have done specific episodes of TV, and when I read the message, I was no. When this person read the message, not me, obviously. <laughs> when this person read the message, Whoa. they they might have thought that's a weird podcast episode. But sure, I'll go with it. Specific episodes, but yeah, I'll do I, it. I've done one like that to um, to to equivalent with you. That's not a word, but I've done mm, that isn't a one, word. No, <laughs> I've done one like that. So you're not okay. alone. Good, Roy. Did you know this? It's trivia. Every single word in the world. Including the English language is made up. Mm. No, you took, you took that from Drax. Still, actually, I didn't even yeah, realize that. I remember in the film when he's, it, it, I think it's Infinity War when he's like Nidavellir, and then Peter Quill goes, "That's a made-up word," and then Drax goes, "All worlds are made up. All worlds." Oh, are made up. I must have not, all, all worlds I must have not realized up. that. Mm. That must have been a subconscious thing. Mm. Um, yeah. So. Um, to be fair, I feel we sh- I feel like we should only whittle it down to there's no point talking about things we think are slightly overrated because that's boring. We need to go for the ones that we starkly disagree with everyone else with because that'll be more entertaining. Which I mean, I probably should have said that in the uh, mm. when we spoke about it before, but I, I imagine you haven't got many boring ones. Ones Not you know all like of mine ones are incredibly you, exciting. Like yeah. people give it an 8 out of 10, but I gave it a 7.5. <laughs> like, let's not do that. Um, I don't know whether to go with. I, I'll start with like the most recent thing I watched that would just slightly. Oh man, I feel bad you saying this because I really like the film. That's the problem with saying something's overrated is people think you didn't like it. Mm. But it was just the expectations. Good Will Hunting, I thought, was like a really good and enjoyable film with a lot to take away from it. Mm. But like I was expecting one of the best films of all time, and I just don't think it was. I know why you started with this one because I know that you know that this is one of my favourite films of all time. Yeah, you said you it might have been it might have been partly because how you how well you sold it to me in terms of to yeah. go watch it. Um, I think the reasoning I came up with at the time was that, um, and I was a bit I was a bit affected by Louis C.K.'s comedy performance. Uh, on Goodwill Hunting, to which he basically said that you've basically got a perfect character. Like, oh, he's he's like good looking. He's like a genius, like way smarter, but without doing any studying. Uh, he <laughs> wins fights. Uh, he's like funny and charismatic, and he's got like cool friends. Everyone's good looking, you know. Like, and I, I, I <laughs> in fairness, I wouldn't say he's a perfect character by any st- stretch. Yeah, but okay, but, but, but in also, film, it's not like he purposely wrote himself to be better looking. Well, no, okay, fine. He's yeah. just he's a, he's an, he's as attractive as okay, he but is. he gets he gets the girls where the other guy doesn't. Yeah, you know, like is that kind yeah. of and and the thing is like um, they they did write it together. To be fair, yeah, yeah, and okay. so so Ben Affleck must have been like, yeah, you get the girl. He must have agreed. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, but still, like you know, it was, it was them writing it. Does that and make Affleck a cuck? That's maybe, real maybe it does. You know, but, um, but he, oh. but I know you said he wasn't perfect, but I mean, like snarkiness and being a bit rude isn't something that, like, actually. I, I, I was talking more about the intense emotional problems that he tries to overcome throughout the film. But it's still like it's still like there's still like a sort of a a vibe with that, isn't there? Like you're still you're still winning playing a, a a guy in a film who punches walls with his shirt off. Like it's it's not like no one's downgrading you if you're like a, if you want to be like a cool character for be like having anger issues and not being in touch with your emotions. It's like classic toxic masculinity cool character, isn't it? I mean, it's not like oh he's like I he's really bad at spelling. I would argue that it's much deeper than that as a film. I'd, again, I wouldn't even say it's got the best writing of all time because the film started from he was at university and part one of his um, modules he had to write the beginning of a script and that was part of his university module and that's what the film became after mm. he did some coursework at uni. And I don't think it's the best written film of all time, but I do think it's a bit more complex and deeper than he's made himself a perfect human. I, I also said um, in my I think I I think this was the part yeah I put in my notes. Um, is that all of the hysteria I heard about the film was the Robin Williams scenes. And while I love Robin Williams, I think the best scene was between him and his girlfriend, and I've heard a lot less about that scene. It's a good scene. That was that was by far... I've revisited that scene about five or six times since I've watched the film. I think it's um, hard to argue that good old Will Hunting is a perfect person in that scene. Yeah, I mean, obviously, from an objective standpoint, you have so, been done. It, here. To be fair, doesn't he mean perfect by like it, as in like beauty standards? Perhaps? Yeah, and, yeah, like cool, curious, okay, yeah, sexy. You can't help mm. that. He's not well, going to prosthetics chair and give himself a new nose every, like every day for but, the thing. But no, he, but does, he, he does write himself as charismatic and yeah. sexy and flick of the hair and beats up other men. Uh, yeah, but that's just like that's a character. Like he, he, ah, someone who's writing, somebody's writing a film, and they plan on making themselves part of the film. They're not obliged to make them characters awful people who are ugly and disgusting just because they're writing them. I know why he did it as well. It's to show that despite having all of these like big, so he he's good at all of these things, but yeah. he can't actually push himself to to do the yeah. things that he, that he could be great at. That's literally one of the main themes of the film, is how talented he is, and how in air quotes, perfect he is, but his, his, his trauma and everything about him is what's stopping him from fulfilling that potential. Yeah, but it's like, it's still there with the like, don't give a fuck attitude, like, I'm a genius, but I'm still going to work on the tools with like, with my mates in, in the, the cargo trousers. It's, it's still all. It's I do not. Going... Think, okay, I. I, I, I <laughs> it's all. Con, it's all okay, the I do not think that is a valid criticism of the film at all. That he's a bit too designed for the female gaze, or the male, or, or the male gaze, depending Could on how you put it. Good lesbians, Henry. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> We've done this before. Oh dear. Um. Uh, Fair, uh, to be fair, we probably shouldn't spend too much time. Yeah, yeah, I was, first yeah, one. I was thinking um, that. Um, let's okay. Considering how long that took, let's just okay. stick to our actual very best examples. Okay, almost polarizing. Yeah, go go go. go. go, 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 go,
<laughs> sorry. I've got an episode of a TV show here, and I want to preface this by saying, bear with me, because I do not in any way think this is a bad episode of anything. Oh, I, I know what not, this is. I do not think it is even remotely bad in any sense. I think it's one of the best episodes of TV I've seen. But I would, with however... No. Oh, okay. Carry on. I would, however, say it's slightly overrated, and I think it's the My Screw-Up episode of Scrubs. Oh, yes, no. I remember that. Um, it's, was that it's, the one it's, with the it's kidneys? The, no. Oh. It's the you, the Ben one. Oh. oh! I think when people talk about the emotion of Scrubs and the best episodes, everyone always goes to that episode. Without a doubt, everyone goes to that episode and just talks about the, um, just like, where do you think we are line? And that is, it, it, it is incredible. It really is. But I do not think it's the best. I don't think it it's seems... the most, I don't think it's the most emotional. I don't think it's got the best acting. I don't think it's got the best story. And I, I just don't think it's near the best. But it's always the one people go for. We, uh, the one Henry was just talking about, the one with the rabies after the transplant. And I think the one, like, one minute scene where Dr. Cox is breaking down, I think that is the best moment in the entirety of the show. Mm. But it, does, it doesn't get anywhere near as much credit or, like, praise as my screw-up. And again, I'm not saying it's a bad episode. It's a very, very good episode, but I think it's ever so slightly overrated because people almost 100%, like, objectively, people say, yep, that is the best episode and it's the most emotional one, and I disagree. Mm. So, thank you for bearing with me. It's even sadder because it's Brendan Fraser as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the music's yeah, so you, good. Yeah. Do you, do you think do you, that might play a part in why people remember it like so mm. widely? It's because there's a famous actor in that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I do, as well. I, again, I think the music's great in it, but I think the use of music is better in the My Lunch episode, because when that bit happens, the fray How to Save a Life comes on. I know it's a bit of a mean oh, song, yeah. but it's generally quite a gut-wrenching song, especially in the context of that episode. A mean yeah. song? Like meme, meme. sorry. Huh? M-E-M-E. Oh, meme song. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, actually slightly, I always thought that song was slightly overrated. I like the lyrics, but like, the actual song... I think yeah. yeah, in the in the context of that scene though, it works perfectly. Yeah, 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 fair and enough. Also, yeah, but um, I can maybe overrated's harsh. No, I, I actually no, I'm sticking with overrated because I do think it's slightly overrated. Nice, but it's still very very good. Rosa, yeah, um, I will. Okay, so I'm going to go for a really obvious one here because I know we'll all be able to talk about it. Uh, Avatar <laughs> one and two are both very overrated. Uh, my list now, then. I disagree. Yeah. I've, what, I've one written well? down. Yeah, one is overrated. One's I'm talking, I'm talking, overrated. No, talking about Tom. I'm talking about Tom. Um, Tom disagrees. I know I he disagrees dis- with two. I disagree with both because I think more. The more people I talk to say it's shit, then it's good, and I think they're both quite good. Mm. It's I've written down. It's a case of people just seeing something shiny and going, "Wow!" I think that's literally it in terms of like a. It's like the cinematic version of that, like picking mm. up a really shiny pebble, um, because. Mm. Yeah, shiny pebbles are sick. <laughs> they get, they, if you're on a beach and you find a really nice pebble, you're like, that's amazing. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I think I'm taking gonna... that home with me. No, I think bored I'm going gonna... to. Yeah, I think I'm going to skim this motherfucker. See how far it yeah. goes. I don't. Mm. I don't want to keep it. This, but... I, I'm, I'm saying you're still enjoying your time with that pebble. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy my time with Avatar One when I first watched it, mm. but at the same time, it's not a good story. It's a bit stupid, and. It still annoys me to this day that they called the material under the tree unobtainium. Like, if no, you want to make a serious stupid. film, you can't call that it that. You do. Do you it's ever sometimes? That, it's mad that James Cameron spent like fifteen years waiting, making mm. that film, waiting for the right technology so he could actually make it. Like building all of this, and the best he could come up with was unobtainium. unobtainium. That's the point, though. They put nothing into the writing. All of this time they spent into other stuff. Why not just say like? Okay, here, like, right, we'll, just... we'll pay you absolute fortune to create, like, the best film ever. And they just didn't. They just went, oh, I reckon we'll be able to, like, like ease this into blockbuster territory without really doing much. I, How... I think the only reason either of you are saying it's overrated is because of how much money it makes. Because I feel like most people don't really like those films. Everyone, everyone, everyone I talk to, so at, at work, I work in a, a shop. And um, most of the people there aren't massive film fans. And most of them mm. went to see Avatar. And all of them came back and were like, oh, my God, it was amazing. Like, That's it was one of the really... best things I've ever seen. I've, I've, made I, feel it like everyone I, I feel like everyone I talk to doesn't like it. We yeah, but you to talk... just me. And you work in CES. I talk, to, I talk to loads more people than you two. You, oh, work in, you, work, you work in CEX, which is a film. Like, well, not a film, but, like, it, it sells movies and stuff. So people are going to be more up-to-date yeah. on film yeah. and television and be more into it so i feel like there's more chance they'll have like a an opinion on the yeah. writing whereas i think most people who aren't that into it and see a big film like avatar come out they probably go and just think wow that's really cool really shiny again really I, I, I just i think it's a bit harsh to judge the film like obviously obviously you need good writing in a film and obviously it's important but i think it's harsh to judge a film like avatar for its writing and have it be like a main reason to dislike the film but, because but, it's not it's not a film that's meant to have like outstanding stories and writing it's a spectacle it's a blockbuster you watch it but it should like or yeah, it should. I, do. I agree if I you agree. could if you're gonna spend if you're gonna spend Gun billion, didn't have a good story yeah and i thought that was overrated as well but that's another story oh shit um top gun was practical um, effects as well so you, you it was still like a little you bit can't, more yeah but you can't have practical effects when they're blue aliens on a different planet and with, How, magic, and also, with magic whales. Also, I know you're saying it's a spectacle, but there are moments in that film where it genuinely looks like Spy Kids from 2000. When the I humans disagree. are walking around in their little control centre and the alien, the big blue aliens are there as well, they mm. don't look like they're in the same place. They look like they're sort of, they've been like cut out to me. I the thought they where, did, to be fair. Not even just where, to like, disagree. The bit, where, um, the bit where he's being tortured, the, what's the kid called? I can't, Spider. Spider, when he's being yeah. tortured with that big green thing, that looked so much like Spy Kids to me. Like they were being put into the Spy Kids game. Mm. I thought I don't, I didn't really have any issues with the way, it, like the, like the mix between it. I thought it was done like very well. Like when he was like hugging the blue aliens, I thought it was incredibly seamless. Maybe I didn't notice it as much on that. I just genuinely meant when they were like standing. So, you know, when they were in that control center and all the panels come up before them, but they're like yeah. sort of holographic and see through that to me, that yeah. looked like they weren't actually there. Be it fair, looked like, I, a, like a bad green screen. 
I didn't notice it, but maybe I just need to rewatch it and see. I I watched it in two D as well. I don't know if that was different because you guys watched it in three D. That might yeah. have had a... maybe it was better in three D. I didn't like, but I live watching three D, and I was on the same as Rory. So yeah. Well, the, the, okay. So the, you didn't hate we say fun, this, Henry? So. Didn't we say this the other day, right? That I I said to you, I guarantee you, in because you said your rating had dropped a little bit. I said it dropped to about a four, but yeah. I still think it's a good film. But yeah, yeah, fine, but. This happened with the last Avatar. It was like a huge, huge hit, and then five, ten years later, everyone was like, "Yeah, if we're being honest, that was definitely not good." And then I think this will be the same with this film. Everyone will be like, "Actually, you know what? Once all the once all the effects catch up, and it's easier to do that with with a lot less money, it mm. will be it would phase into existence. Like no one will give a shit about Avatar, the way of the way of water. In in ten years' time, there's no way. It, all the films that hold up are the ones that that have great dialogue, great stories. Jaws, what the hell would Jaws still be big if it wasn't You say this. You say that five, ten years later, nobody cared about Avatar anymore. Why would the second one break two billion if no one cared about it? It's because, because it's James Cameron and because you had all these posts about, oh, did you know it took about 41 million years to render one frame? It's just incredible marketing. I don't know if people won't care about Avatar. I don't know if that's true. I think there's nostalgia the with film, Avatar. The film, they won't care about the actual... They won't want to re-watch it. Or they'll re-watch it and they, I, they won't really get much from it. Maybe that's more like it. Because everyone went to see the first Avatar like remastered in the cinema before Avatar 2 came out. Mm. Like it was a big re-release. So I don't necessarily... Again, I think it's just, market- it's just marketing. But if without that marketing, it's got. I don't think it's got anything. I don't think people go back to it because they remember I, how... Good it I was. think the next Avatar film, they could not release a single trailer and it would still make the same amount of money. Probably. But that's but doesn't that just say everything? Like, at it, best, it, at it best says it's that four it's out of five the marketing. Well, well, sometimes lack of marketing is like ridiculous marketing. If, if, something's, if, something's a four out of, if something's a four out of five at best, if you're the advocate here saying it's a four out of five and, and, it's, and it's earning at least two billion, it, the mm. next one will probably earn three billion upwards. That that surely that is just trend, like surely. I don't know. I'm just saying, as a film, I don't think it's overrated. Personally. I don't think this. I think we should move on. I just want to yeah, say, yeah, definitely. I don't think that the second one's story was that much different from the first one, other than the fact it was in the water. It was more like environment. Um, there wasn't natives. anything about big trees and unobtainium. Well, that's why I no, said it, it was water because it was because it was in the water. That was the yeah. only difference. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. they get yeah, brain I, fluid I, I, instead. <laughs> Did they call it like unobtainy fluid or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> get the unobtainy fluid. What was it? This called? is our land. You should have said that. Call back to the first one. <laughs> what was it called? I don't know who cares actually. I, I can't let's remember. Just go. Henry, next one. Um. Oh dear. Not prepared. Okay, but I will say this is the this is the one I've been talking about for a, a little while to a lot of people now. I think The Wolf of Wall Street was a better film than Goodfellas, and I don't know if this is. I don't think actually that's in, incredibly controversial, but I'd I'd say like, and it, I'd say it like not 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 as an opinion. I'd say it was just genuinely, objectively a better film in most because it was actually very similar. I said at the time. Um, when I watched when I watched Goodfellas, I was hitting all these beats and all these notes of all the things that were similar. You had the 
you had like the wife that he got with that uh, gradually turned against him, woke him up in his sleep. He had like the big raising of an empire from this rookie who started out and then he was sort of the, the kingpin. Uh, and then he just right at the end, he just flumped, like flumped and like um, ratted out his mates. It actually had so many similarities, but I just thought yeah. good. I think Goodfellas was a really, really good film and I enjoyed it. Um but Wolf of Wall Street was one of those. It's three hours long, Wolf of Wall Street, and I and I remember thinking I just could, I didn't want it to finish. And that's mm. really rare for me. After three hours, I think, oh, okay, it's finished. That's cool. It's rare that I ne- don't want films to finish. I don't think it's that ridiculous what you're saying. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit annoyed. I picked it now, but I just re- I think it's like trending for me. Mm. I, I was I was talking about it a lot recently. We don't yeah. have to stay on it for too long. Unless I, was, any... I just I was just I think old films in general get an incredible amount of praise for starting trends and for being better than what else was out at that time. That was one of my I other think, things. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I just think that the thing that Goodfellas has over Wolf of Wall Street is the menace of a lot of the characters in it. I think that mm. made it more interesting for me. Yeah, mm. Joe I Pesci. Think, yeah, Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro's characters. And, and there is... Wolf of Wall Street has flash moments that you could scarcely believe like actually happened like i know a lot of the i don't know how much was embellished when they wrote the script but a lot of it is the story of jordan belfort um whereas i feel like with goodfellas it feels like a lot of the moments where the main characters feel threatened and in trouble it feels real which maybe contributed to more of a like a sense of i felt more engrossed in it because i could connect to it more yeah yeah, um, I mean, it's a, it's a different style, I suppose, in that sense. Yeah. And that's, after I'm saying there's so many parallels, yeah, Goodfellas is definitely more gritty and um, Wolf Wall Street is definitely more escapism. Yeah, yeah. I think it just it depends on what you like um, between the two. I will, uh, seeing as that was so quick, I'll just briefly reiterate what Tom just said. and That, that was my other thing. that I think a lot of old films um, are massively... And, and don't get me wrong, some of them definitely are just the purer versions where everything had to be done well because the practical effects uh, were a little bit harder to achieve and CGI didn't mm. really exist. There's a lot of purity to a lot of those old films that I recognise. But for the most part, I genuinely think most old films that have been recommended to me, like must-watches, have been disappointing just because I've been birthed into this film world after not really watching a lot of stuff. Mm. Like literally, what, 2000. 2019, 2020, I just started watching stuff, basically. Yeah. And I've watched a lot since then, but I started with new stuff, and then most of what I do is new stuff. And I reckon I, that there's a lot of cinematic releases that I will just go to because it's on, and I'll yeah. refer it to films that people are calling the biggest classics ever. Like, and if Blade Runner is not a good one to lead with, because I feel like you're with me for a, for a moment, but Blade Runner... Um, is one of those ones where I watched it and I was like, what the hell? Why on earth is this so loved? Because I just found it boring. Like, like Blade I think... Runner's ironically one of the ones I don't think this point relates to. Yeah, that's why I said I did, almost didn't want to leave with it. But like, yeah. um, what, what, did I, what did I write? That I think I had a, a whole bunch of these. Uh, um, um, Blade Runner. No, I think... Oh, you know, Alien, Predator, and Jaws. Even though Jaws, I said, yeah, they like they did a lot of fundamentals really well. Like it, it was, it is still kind of, it is kind of dated, and I think there's been a mm. lot of films more tense than it. Quite a lot of films more tense than it. That probably got like sixty percent on like, my tomatoes somewhere. Like Whiplash. 
Well, yeah, but Whiplash is definitely, but Whiplash is like a considered an all timer, and it, it would yeah, compete true. with those kind of films. Yeah. Um, um, what, are the, like what about the other two? Whiplash. Yeah, I know you do, mate. Um, Alien and Predator as well, big ones. You know, like the theme where you're mm. supposed to be absolutely terrified. Yeah. Alien, I thought the build up was great. Um, and then it was for the rest of it. I was just kind of like, eh, come on, just a bit. Mm. Yeah, it's just hard to compete with good practical effects yeah. that, that feel like the real thing, and it it sounds very very shallow and very anti film. Yeah, but it is hard to compete. It's hard to be as immersed. I think. Um, just, um, to be fair, I agree with most of what you're saying. I don't agree with Alien and Blade Runner personally. Mm-hmm. Jaws, I can understand it, but I think I like that film so much because I watched it for the first time when I was five. I mm. feel like if I watched it for the first time last year when we did the episode exactly, on it, yeah. I Predator? probably wouldn't have liked it as much. You... Predator, I watched for the first time when I was 16, and I did really enjoy it, to be honest. I did like not... it, but I understand. Do you not think Blade Runner is improved by Blade Runner 2049? I haven't seen <laughs> Why did yet. you say it like that? Because I almost said it wrong. <laughs> I, I 2049. <laughs> I was about to say um, 2047. I was like, that's not what it is. I, I don't know if I would say it's improved, but I feel like I'd probably enjoy and maybe enjoy it a tiny bit more if i watched them neck like back to back i watched it recently and i just think definitively that is a better film and to be oh, fair yeah, henry, definitely, definitely. henry henry is right that the visual effects of it like they put you in this they put you in the setting a lot more mm. the, the film looks incredible and it's such like a disparate world to the one we're in yeah. now that you have to feel at home in the setting yeah and Blade Runner does feel dated, despite the fact that I really like a lot of yeah. what they do in it. Yeah, definitely. The second one is, without a doubt, I think pretty much every single aspect of the second one is better than the first one. Yeah. yeah. Acting, story, visuals, all of it. That's just sci-fi, though, isn't it? I think yeah. sci-fi as a genre has to have the visuals because you have to feel like you're... you're you, can under, you, you feel like you can better understand it in your mind. Yeah, 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 when the visuals are better, and I mean that's just like as a fact. There's not much you can it do is, about yeah, that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I not to take front and center again, but that goes quite well into Star Wars as well. I think the, the Star Wars original trilogy. I've only said one thing here. Henry. I'm really sorry, but it's just such an easy segue for me. To, um, I'll just mention it, and then you can shout at me, and we'll move I was on. Gonna, to be fair, one of mine is Star Wars as a whole. I think is overrated. Yeah. It's as a whole, probably, yeah. I'd say there's more bad things like films and TV shows in that world than there are good ones. I think that's actually very universally agreed. But the only thing I massively disagree with in terms of what the general consensus is is that the original trilogy is somehow um, different to all that. I think that the, the, the dialogue in the original trilogy actually is almost as bad as the rest of it. Mm. the acting is just as bad or almost as bad the charisma is maybe a little bit better i disagree i do disagree with that again it might be because i watched those films religiously i probably watched them before the age of 10 i probably watched the original trilogy like at least 10 times yeah i watched them religiously that might affect my opinion but i do agree with that but i do think the rest of it as a whole is very not great I don't even hate the new ones. I just think there's so much wooden acting in the mm. newer Star Wars. I mean, that... to be fair, when I say newer, with, when I say compared to the, I haven't seen like the new new ones. I've seen Rogue One and I know what you're talking about. The only one I passionately hate is Rise of the Skywalker. 
I remember I was sitting next to Lucas in the cinema watching it and at the end of the film I went I really didn't enjoy that and Lucas went yeah I can fucking tell every five minutes you're going Jesus <laughs> it's just if a film is that often making me go come on it is, come yeah on. You'd, yeah um, I'm going to say my next one now do if, it if everyone's alright with that this one's yeah. more about a director um, specifically I think Tim Burton is incredibly overrated Hmm. Uh, I don't so, really have a strong opinion on that. I think, I'm, I was, I've been thinking this for years, but I've been too afraid to say it. Oh. Again, I think he's a director <laughs> that has way more flops and way more bad films than he has good films. I'm not saying he doesn't have any good films. Like Corpse Bride, brilliant film. Big Fish, good film. But then Nine's he's got, good. Yeah. Then he's got films like the 2001 Planet of the Apes, which is one of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> He's got Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which as a kid I thought, wow, this is cool, but fucking dreadful. Alice in Wonderland, Dark Shadows. He has some absolutely awful films. I liked Alice in Wonderland. It wasn't great, but it was I liked it for some reason. I just think he is the definition. He's the embodiment of style over substance. Mm. And like, yeah, that's, again, that's, some, there's truth in that. Some of his films do look really good. And there are some beautiful, like, stylistic choices. Like, Edward Scissorhands is a stylistically very good film. But I just don't like it. And I don't like his style of filmmaking outside of the visuals. Visuals over substance. Yeah, I think he's an incredibly overrated director. I'm well on board with that, by the way, Tom. Um, Visuals over substance. I hate it. Hate it in all films. And I, yeah, I think no, me too. I despise that. it, especially mm. when there's blue people in the film. Yeah, mm. yeah, I hate the Smurfs as well. Terrible film. Yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if, Tim Burton, if Tim Burton made a film that looked as good as Avatar, maybe I would enjoy it. Well, maybe if he had twelve years and several hundred million thousand billion. There's something. He, <laughs> I think that film cost like three hundred million. I don't know, to be honest, I'm not even sure if that's crazy or not. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go for Rory. Let's go for me. Are you sure. Um, right. Uh, I'm going to go for one of the episodes that I think is overrated, and I think this will have some. This will have some bristle from you two. No. Battle of the Bastards in Game of Thrones is a very cool episode, mm. but it sort of falls into the category that Star Wars: Force Awakens, which I like fell into and also the avatar films fall into whereas where it's a lot of fan service and a lot of hype but maybe not that much actual substance to it mm. and yeah, I, I think we've no had this conversation before and i remember you two agreeing with it yeah, wow. i agree yeah i I, I think that i think that the problem as well that i have with it is the fact that game of thrones is good at not being mm. fan service or it was before season yeah. six that's very um, very true yeah and there were would deliver on things that the fans want, but maybe in a way that you didn't think. And this episode sort of just did exactly what I think a lot yeah. of fans wanted. Yeah, when you think about it, all the little checkpoints are all things that would happen in stuff other than Game of Thrones. Like so, so like the big un, the the big pull unsheathing of the sword, like that was very that was very filmmaky, wasn't it? It wasn't the sort of thing yeah. Game of Thrones would do. Uh, then. Then you know the um, Knights of the Vale appearing at the nick of time, the last minute, yeah, yeah, and then like obviously Ramsay 
getting bludgeoned. That's that. Yeah, very fan service here. Now I'm realizing, but I, I mean, I liked it, but like, it, it's the same as our like most good Game of Thrones episode. It, it wasn't. I do agree. It's like nine point five on IMDb or something like that. Some something ridiculous. There's so many better episodes of Game of Thrones. Yeah, let's not even list them because I think I did a whole uh, TikTok on that. I think didn't I? I've got there's like Hard Home, mm. uh, Hound versus or the Mountain versus Viper. Yeah, yeah, loads of them. Yeah, no bristles there. Todd, do you want to go again? Because I've I've done it's like because I did have bristles, but I, we've had this conversation before. Um, yeah. My last one. I'll put it as my last one. My last one is um, Bohemian Rhapsody. I haven't seen it. I, well, cool. You can agree with me then. <laughs> I have out of all. I'm again. I'm not saying it's a bad film, but I have absolutely no idea why. Out of all the bi- biopics that we've seen recently, I am dumbfounded that this one seems to be the one that people like the most. Is it? I thought Elvis seems to have a better reputation. No, people was don't it, like Elvis. Bohemian Rhapsody crit- critically and like commercially, it didn't. Is Bohemian Rhapsody up for a be- best picture? Was it? Um, it, 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 it was. Ages ago. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I meant was. It, it was. Oh. I don't think it won, but obviously Rami Malek did win best um, performer. I don't think Elvis. that's a bad choice. He is very good, Rami Malek in that film. Elvis is up for best picture, so it's at least close. Again, I'm just talking about legacy and I'm not specifically the Oscars. I haven't heard like a ridiculous amount about it personally. I haven't well, seen like a lot of tribute stuff on it. I just okay, let me do my point, Henry. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Thanks, mate. Oh, um, he's done. Okay, cool. Rory? No. <laughs> I, again, it's just it from what I've seen, it seems to be the one that people seem to like the most and seems to get the most praise commercially, critically. And just from the um, general audience, and then like a year or so later, Rocket Man came out, which for me had a better performance and was a better film, just in general. But it was nowhere near as critically acclaimed, or actually, no, it was as critically acclaimed, if not better, but not anywhere near as commercially successful. Or obviously, it didn't get nominated for any Oscars. I don't think, and I don't understand it. I don't understand because it's. Bohemian Rhapsody's not special, I don't think. Mm. I think the fact that it's about Queen and Queen are one of the most popular bands of all time made it more special in people's eyes, despite the fact that as a film it wasn't that good. I actually think Taron is it Taron Egerton? Is that what you, how you pronounce it? Taron Eg- Egerton, yeah. Egerton. I, I actually yeah. think he's not the best character actor. Oh. I've I've seen him in films where he's not himself, so he's been a bit of a um, personality actor. And that's right. when he thrives the best. And then when I've seen him try to be someone else, like um, Eddie the Eagle, I've seen he's he, should, um, um, he struggles. I think I think I'm I, I'm taken out got, of it. You've got Apple TV, don't you? I used to. I don't think it's active. Uh, I was going to say you should watch. I think it's called Blackbird on that. I've heard oh yeah, I've been advised. And I think he he was nominated for an Emmy. I don't know if the Emmys haven't happened yet, have they? Or have they? He was nominated for an Emmy. I'm I don't sure. think he won. If they have happened, I don't think he won. And if they haven't happened, he might win. Mm, okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, Rory, closing closing one? Okay, uh, yep, yeah, Shutter Island, I think, is overrated. Everyone Ooh, goes on about it, it as like a huge... Tw- uh, you haven't seen it? I thought you'd... Okay. 
I started watching it and I saw the sea and how weird it looked and I stopped watching it. It was the the (laughs) first scene. The lighting was so odd. I was like, this film must be like 1980s. Even though though it wasn't, obviously. I'm I'm joking. People Uh, jump on me. It looks so old. I just stopped immediately. Really? Wow. I I love that. I've heard heard other people say this outside of us three. the, The problem I have with it is that I was put onto this film in like everyone said it would have this amazing twist ending to it mm. and for me it was like one of the most cliche twist endings ever Did like you know it was the just twist it was all a dream i didn't know the twist but i just it, i i thought mm. it would be something I, a bit more interesting yeah, than that i knew it was, i did i knew the twist before i watched it and then i think because of that i was looking for little clues and hints and i think that made me enjoy it a bit more ah well, yeah, I guess that's a different viewing experience. The yeah. problem, another problem I have is like, I don't know how people can get so excited about it when I feel like it's just one that's been done throughout history. I was like, you know, we were talking about the cabinet of Dr. Caligari the other day in our yeah, cinema yeah. first thing. That has the same twist as Shutter Island, and that was it made is, in 1920. It's actually a surprisingly similar film. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And I would think with Martin Scorsese that he'd have a bit more... I don't know, I just feel like he'd make it a bit more unique and original. Yeah, yeah. Martin Scorsese's yeah. worked with Leo DiCaprio a lot of times. I've, I'm now realising. He likes realizing. him. He's, he likes he's him. a bit same as, like, De Niro. The, yeah, I was going to say he's a new De Niro for Scorsese. I said, I said to Tom, I think he's the best actor of all time. And Tom was like, ah, there's only an argument for it. I don't think that's the, ridiculous. I don't think that's a ridiculous statement. Do you mean? Hmm? Yeah, DiCaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. Mm. Mm. Those um, have been our unpopular film opinions. Not yeah. really so much overrated things. I think they're just unpopular opinions, I guess. Well, um, that's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah. Rated is the, the popular opinion. Yes. Whatever it is, overrated or underrated, that's the slightly unpopular opinion. That is true. Unless there's an even distribution. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, right, yeah, me and Tom are going to go watch something at the cinema. Go, go. Yeah. So we're off. Bye bye. Ciao. Bye. Hope you enjoyed it.